0: Oh, yeah. People Shant Radio, Roy Mack and Cash, right back at you. I go by the name of Roy Mack, and over there, that's the big homie Cash. What's up with it?
1: It's the big homie Cash, baby. What's up, Roy Mack? Glad to have you back, man, In good spirits, baby.
0: Yeah, man, listen, man, I was a little under the weather, uh, a little shaken up, man, you know what I'm saying? It was a Listen, we could have probably still played the game. It would have been the flu game, though. It would have been the MJ flu game, so, you know. We decided to chill, but, you know, man, we back for the people, man. You dig? Hey, man, you got to do it for the people. We
1: love the, We love the people, man. You That's dig? what it
0: is, man. That's what it is. People's Champ Radio, highlight us, man. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, People's Champ Radio. Hit us up on iTunes in the podcast section as well. Hey, man, it was a lot going on. I know we about two weeks that we, well, a week technically that we missed. But, hey, man, it's been a lot going on in sports. Let's touch on this real quick since this just happened yesterday. A lot of games in college football, including my favorite football team right now, the turnover chain, the U. Is the U back? That's the question that the people want to know. Is the U officially back?
1: Yes, the U is back. And what I mean by they're back, it doesn't mean that they're the U of old, of course. But there's a buzz now about Miami. And so for future recruits, they're looking at Miami, they're looking at the turnover chain, they're looking at the charisma and excitement being brought back to the U. They're not officially back yet. They gotta they gotta get the talent, right? To match the momentum. Um, but over the next two, three recruiting classes, that'll tell me if the U's back or not. They have to be in the top five in recruiting classes over the next two to three years for me to feel confident That they can take this momentum going forward, and I love when the U is on top, when USC is doing well, when UT is doing well. uh, It's it's great for college football. Um, Me particularly, I'm always partial to the University of Miami because of that 30 for 30. Um, The best one I've seen thus far. I love that. I love that 30 for 30. But is the U back? They're 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 trending in the right direction. You, You dig?
0: Yeah, no, real talk, man. And listen, the the most encouraging thing that I heard was was when they first started talking about the game. Obviously, it's a big game. It's a throwback rivalry when you got the U versus Notre Dame. And the first thing that they brought up was the fact that a lot of players were on campus. They, I think uh, Ed Reed. I know Ed Reed was there on campus uh, hanging out doing some stuff with the team he was in um, the position meetings for the uh, for the for the DBs and so listen you know the U is one of those schools when they start getting alumni back in they basically have a who's who you know what I mean it's a who's who yeah man and that's
1: what I'm saying hey the U man I don't know if if I could name another school with like the the caliber of players that the U has consistently had across the board I mean it's I know a lot of schools have a lot of talent, but I feel like the I mean, when I'm able to roll out Frank Gore, Willis McGahee, Clint Portis, uh, I'm missing somebody. I know I'm missing a running back. Um, I mean, bro, they just, they, you know, the Aaron Reeds of the world, the Sean Taylors, the, you know, they just, man, much respect to the man.
0: Yeah, and, and, and what makes them cool is that those guys, see, a lot of these schools, they're, they're um, storied or historic players are always guys that are that are really old. Like think about U T for example. Like one of the greatest players of UT history is Earl Campbell. Well, you know, Earl Campbell's an older gentleman, you know what I mean? Yep. The U what made what I always thought made the U so cool was that the guys who were coming back to help were always guys who were still relatively young and definitely relevant. Yep. Not only, you know, a lot of those guys were, you know, still playing in the NFL. And even the guys like Ed Reed or, or, or like uh, Andre Johnson, who, you, who just man. recently, recently who retired. Who These guys are all still young, you know what I mean? In terms of just yeah. regular, regular everyday human life. You know what I mean? They're old in, in in being able to play in the NFL years, but those are still young guys. So yeah, man, the, the, you put a put a beating down on Notre Dame. Um changing of the guard top of uh the SEC right now. Georgia went down. They took they took some uh took some wood from Auburn and uh Yeah they ain't show up.
1: They Georgia decided not to show up and you know Charles Barkley somewhere celebrating right
0: now. Shout out to Chuck man. Shout out to hey, Chuck to
1: Cam Newton. Shout out to Cam Newton, shout shout out out to Cam to Newton killer, the greatest killer. player in the history. Shout out to Cam Newton the greatest player in the history of Auburn um, no disrespect to Bo Jackson, but, hey, Bo Jackson never led him to a national title uh, being ranked outside the top 20. You so, know- shout out to Cam Newton. You dig?
0: You know what's funny in the, though? In the
1: Auburn Tigers.
0: You know what's funny about um about Bo Jackson is you know, we talk, people talk about Bo Jackson they, they've done a thirty for thirty on Bo and people talk about him in very glowing Love terms. That 30 for but you know Bo what's is. funny about Bo is I don't think people really fully understand how big Bo Jackson is. Or or, or, or was. Like, maybe not is, but but was. And here's what I'm gonna say. Right. Here's how you here's how you know how big he, he was. He was on a cartoon, or his you know, his likeness was on a cartoon with Wayne Gretzky and Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan? <laughs> Think about yes. that. That's all you, I thought you <laughs> with, need to know. With Wayne Gretzky and Michael in, Jordan in, in their, prime. their prime. In their prime, bro. In
1: their prime.
0: You understand? When when you're a contemporary of Wayne Gretzky and Michael Jordan, Not you good. know, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how good. Bo Jackson hey, was. Hold
1: on, hey, but check it out. It gets worse. He didn't even start. Bo Jackson wasn't even start running back in the. Uh, oh yeah, Marcus special. Allen, Marcus. right? Yeah, Marcus, Marcus Allen, Allen until you know until Al Davis just was like, "Hey, listen, I know you're gonna be a Hall of Famer, Marcus. I know, <laughs> but we're gonna start Bo Jackson."
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I that's think that's pretty
1: sick, by the way. Yeah, no, Bo Jackson a, a hall. This guy's a Hall of Fame running back in his prime, and he got benched for a guy. Who decided to put? Who decided to say? You know what? I'll go ahead and play some football because for the longest, Bo Jackson wasn't playing football because they weren't coming with the right money. So he just stuck with baseball.
0: Right? Yeah. His his fallback plan was baseball, <laughs> in which he was a monster at. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. In so, which people kept, you know, were talking about just how uh, much talent he had and potential in baseball, man. Yeah. Um. What an
0: athlete. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. So shout out to Auburn. And all of their alumni. Um, Mississippi State let Alabama off the hook. And I know I ask you every single week, can anybody beat Alabama? Let me say this after watching that game. mm mm-hmm. um, If you're Mississippi State right now or their coaching staff, you might be playing that Denny Green uh, soundbite. Alabama, they are who we <laughs> thought they were. And we let them off the hook. You dig what I'm oh, saying? They let them off the hook man. last night, bro. Alabama won 31-24. And Mississippi yeah. State really outplayed them in that game and should have won that game. But they let them off the hook.
1: Dang. Hey, no, nah, man. Look, Miami let, Miami let
0: them throw the game off the hook. I needed Miami to,
1: like, you know, you want 0 Yeah, I want a shutout. <laughs> I want to shut out Miami. I'm disappointed.
0: So what do you think now? So I'm disappointed. Oklahoma beat TCU last night, uh-huh. and so you Could know be o-
1: expected. Come on, man. And
0: so Oklahoma possibly can be uh, in that top four playoff right now.
1: Not possibly. They will be there because they got they, they got to represent the Big Twelve. Um, they beat two teams inside the top ten, so they, they they'll be there. So it's OU. They only got one loss. Clemson with. Uh, what,
0: one loss. Yeah, I one mean, loss. And, a one loss they, they look
1: like they're gonna be in there
0: as well because they're four and five, so they're probably all gonna
1: bump up. They're gonna be around at two, three. You
0: know what I'm saying? So yeah, they'll be in the college kind of playoff. So let me ask you though, because a lot of two lost teams out we there, we know the history of um Bob Stoops and OU, right? We're gonna say Bob Stoops and OU, and it was right, always right. He's a thing, out of there. and right, but it was yeah. always the thing with when Bob Stoops was the head guy that he couldn't win that big one, right? Speaking of speaking of, Miami, hey, speaking of speaking of my hey speaking of Miami off. by the way speaking of Miami hey, but right? Bob
1: started off though Roy, uh, and he was bossing up in these championships,
0: one two quick ones. Hey, and then he lost his way. Then he lost his way. Cold so world. that's the thing. So, yeah. but they've been known for about the last decade as a team who in bowl games they don't do well, and if they get in this playoff. Right. If they get in the playoff, they're probably gonna be in that four seed, so they'll be playing the number mm-hmm. one team. And listen. Mama. Baker Mayfield, you want to run around and you know uh, throw stuff in the ground, you know what I mean? When you when you when, when you win games and do your thing, hey right, man, listen. In the in the words of the great poet Lupe Fiasco, if you are what you say you are, hey dog, <laughs> you hey. have, have no fit, man. If you are a superstar, have no fit. You dig what I'm saying? Let's well, see what happens. You
1: know, hey Baker Mayfield got a lot of bravado, uh, a lot of tough guy talk in him. But the thing is, is I watch Oklahoma play when they play against OK State. And listen, man, they can't stop anybody. And I don't believe that Oklahoma's offensive line uh, is going to be able to stand up to Alabama for four quarters. I just can't see it. I can see Baker Mayfield unraveling. Um, he just doesn't strike me as a guy who, when facing a powerhouse, right, like Alabama. Um, that he's going to be able to ride to a cage. Let me say this. Not many not many of these kids can, so it's no slight against Baker. um, But I feel like all that little bluster and bravado goes out the window when you face Bama. That's just a different
0: animal. He's on Boss Talk. You know what I'm saying? He gave everybody the Boss Talk a few weeks ago. Um, So, you know, hey, listen, keep your little Boss Talk up. I'm not mincing my—listen, give me that. If you are what you say you are, a superstar— then have Can't no fear. No <laughs> have no fear. no my G. So let's see what happens, I, I man. hope
1: they get there. I hope they get there, though, man. And uh, You know, um, we'll, we'll see what happens. But Bama, to me, they just remind me of the Patriots and the NFL, which is bizarre to say that about an NFL team once again. It's crazy. Um, they just – everybody else is wavering. and Because here's the deal. People can say what you want about Bama. They're still undefeated. It's a lot of other teams. Who, who are taking L's, right? The Clemsons, the OUs.
0: Right, right, um, right,
1: Only Miami and and Bama are undefeated right now. So, um, you
0: know. The U. Uh, you know? The U. Let me
1: say this. Let me say this about the U. <laughs> they, they don't want that Miami smoke. <laughs> the U don't want that. Uh, the U, the, listen, the U, they, the, the, Miami, they don't want that uh, Bama smoke. I mean, hey, hey. They ain't ready. For the,
0: they ain't ready for that Bama smoke. Hey, man, it's the U.
1: <laughs> I would hope to see the U play like Clemson or somebody like that first. So, you know, we'll see. Hey,
0: here's the deal. If you know one thing about me, I'm – if you want to all there in the same conference, so we'll see. If you yeah. want to catch me, catch me at the cap. If you want to catch me – in a very good mood. Catch me after a Notre Dame loss. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Catch uh, me man, after. A, <laughs> catch me after a Notre Dame loss.
1: I'm mad I didn't watch that game. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you because, hey, I'm a sick guy. When I see when I usually, you know, when you see teams losing by a lot, you just keep you change the channel. You go find a better,
0: right, right, uh, right, a
1: more competitive game. Not me. I would watch that entire Notre Dame game had I turned it on and saw them getting beat down the way they are because. Notre Dame's a lot of alumni that went to Notre Dame, who shall remain nameless, that annoyed the hell out of me. um So you know, I I, I, I would have enjoyed that, especially because of the third for third with the the convicts versus the Catholics, that whole thing. I would have loved to watch Miami Lady Smackdown on Notre Dame once again. Hey, Shout out to the youth. Shout out to the youth.
0: There was not a lot of touchdown Jesus yesterday. Uh, My God, what blasphemy! <laughs> <laughs> what
1: blast! Shut down, Jesus. Are you kidding me? Hey, man, you rocking with the best right now,
0: man. This is People's Chant Radio, Roy Mack and Cash. We bring it to you every single Sunday afternoon. You dig? Make sure you highlight us, man. Hit, uh, you can rate, comment, subscribe, do your thing down there. Jump in that comment section, man. If, if you a Notre Dame fan, hey, jump in the comment section at your own risk because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you talk crazy, I'm going back at your head. Straight dome shots. Pause. But hey, man! Listen, let's let's no, jump, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, yeah. Let's jump to the NFL. You dig what I'm saying? Let's see what's going on right now in the NFL. Um, hey. Let me first say this before before we get in, in, into kind of where things are, man. Um, it seems like every single week this season, a different marquee player gets injured, and it's like bad it's injuries, crazy, man. bad injuries. You it's know,
1: crazy man. Yeah,
0: these are this is With the
1: Sherman, yeah, man, out for the season. That's
0: nuts. And it, I mean, you knew right away that thing didn't look good when you saw Richard Sherman with the way he got hurt. It didn't look good. His right. press conference was super emotional. Um, yeah, man, listen, the, the the NFL, this is, you know what's funny is it's such a violent sport, and we talk about it all the time, how violent of a sport it is. Um, and people always use that cliche, the NFL stands for not for long. And people right. say it, and, and you know, A lot of seasons go through And there are injuries But the the injuries aren't To marquee players Um, This is one of the Few seasons That that I remember In a a, a good while Where a lot of the injuries Are to the marquee guys And so It's kind of In in the forefront But this is the the NFL Boys and girls (laughs) You know what I mean When you get hit In the NFL Or when you hurt something It's usually Usually something That is A long term injury And a devastating injury That's just That's just the nature Of the game man
1: yeah, I mean, listen, here's the reality. We enjoy watching football, so we ignore the, the harsh reality of it. Let's so, you know, just like when you're watching boxing, right? These guys are getting concussed for 12 rounds, and we ignore that because we enjoy the product.
0: Yeah, no, that's real talk, man. That's real talk, man. So what's going on right now with with the product? I know the Cowboys are catching their work. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, the Dallas season, be sad. the Dallas, season, you know. um, for a few teams, it's just pretty much, you know, th- you know, when when you get to to this point in the season, um, this is the the time week, you know, around week nine, week ten, where you pretty much know what's going on. Things are kind of shaping up, you know what I mean. Um, not a lot of talk about the Steelers being a um a, a great team, but seven and two right now, um, well, you that's know what I mean? Because
1: Mike Tomlin is the head coach. You know what I'm so saying? So what are you trying um, to say,
0: Cash? What are you really trying to say, Cash?
1: Well, let me just say it. Uh, he's black. <laughs> he's black. And, and the reason I say that is because if you look at Bill Coward's records, I was thinking about this earlier. The chin. If you look at Bill Coward's records. Yeah, right. What they call him, The chin. The chin. If you look at Bill Coward's records when he's when he's a Steelers coach, whatever, great, bro. Um, he finally broke through. They won a Super Bowl, uh, built off an incredible defense. But Bill Cowher reminds me a lot of Tom Coughlin, where their records were never great. Quarterback play wasn't off the charts. But they always had those key playoff runs where everything just kind of lined up. And they, when they, once they got there, you know what I'm saying? They, they showed. But let me say this. The Steelers, the Mike Tomlin Steelers, have been a much better coached team than what I saw with Bill Cowher right? Um, now, people can say, oh, well, y'all Ben Roethlisberger, hey, man, that ain't none of my business. I'm just looking at the product on the field through all the off-the-field stuff that goes on with the Steelers, the Diva stuff, your quarterback talking about retiring, Antonio Brown filming in the locker room, um, Bryant can't stay, Martavius Bryant can't stay in, in, in the game literally because they're either sending him to the locker room or suspending him for a game, and he's getting suspended for marijuana use, right? So through all that stuff, Mike Tomlin has these Steelers at 7-2. and two, um, And, he, I mean, listen, the AFC North is trash right now, but that ain't none of Mike Tomlin's business, right? You play who you play. And Mike Tomlin's did an incredible job. Uh, he, he doesn't get enough praise. That's just the facts. Um but, yeah, listen, man. Let me say this. I'm looking at the NFL. I'm looking at these divisional races. And it's some teams that, like, when you think of them, you don't think that their record will be as good as it is, like the Saints. I would have never expected them to be 7-2 and two right now, right? Um, you think that Carolina's really struggling, but that's 6-3. and Seattle's 6-3. and three. Obviously, the Rams, that's an anomaly, right? That's 6-2. and two. The Vikings are seven and two right now, right? The Eagles are eight and one, KC six and three, um, Tennessee and Jacksonville are tied for first place in AFC South at six and three. Damn, man, if, if Deshaun wasn't hurt, who knows, right? But again, um, New England's at six and two, right? So, hey, man, uh, it's a it's a really good team. they really. Let me say this: it's some teams playing some really good football right now in the NFL. Um. So, you know, the playoffs, as we, you know, head to the second half of the season, I'd say the playoffs and everything is still up for grabs, like, in terms of once they get in, you know, all bets are off, man. I, I don't know who really is the favorite outside of the team with the best quarterback uh, who's healthy, who is, you know, Mr. Tom Brady, but everybody's vulnerable. So the playoffs should be you know, this year's playoffs should be very incredible to watch because you
0: just don't know. Right, yeah. No, that's that's the beauty of of the game, kinda what you just laid out is the fact that when you look at the NFL, it's such a short season that like you said, a lot of these teams they, they surprise you when you see the record because the rhetoric in the media is the sky is falling, the sky is falling. But that's because it's only a you know, it's only a few games you get to play and when you lose a game. You know, because, of, you know, two, three weeks ago, Cam Newton forgot how to play football, apparently, if you let, you know, My everybody good. in the media tell it. Um, My good. But, you know, you got some teams that aren't as good as their record says. and You got some teams that are probably a little bit better. I think I happen to think that the Falcons are, 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 are a better team than 500. But right now, that's what they are. Um, they're a 500 right. ball club right now. Um, after today, yep. looks like they're, they're probably going to beat the Cowboys today. Um, but you know, they came into that game four and four. It, it kind of is what it is, man. But like you said, um, a lot of stuff still up for, still up for grabs. But this is that time of the year where things are starting to say, okay, we're not like if, if you're the Texans, season's over. If you're the Packers, you know what I mean. You, 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 some, yeah. So many things you got to kind of monitor, but some of these things, man. You know, it, the playoffs are, are, the Giants, are around.
1: The 49ers, yeah, those like, teams are you know, done. Yeah, down.
0: yeah, you're done. You're done. Get your young guys in there and see what they can do. Um, but you know, listen, if you're like the late game tonight, Sunday night football, we got Broncos and Patriots. That's a good ball game. I don't think the Broncos right. are that's that a hell of a game. But the Broncos are three and five. Now, me and you would both agree <laughs> that's, that that's a mean. good game. But the Broncos are a three and five team. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. They don't appear That's to be bad, man. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is what it is. They're three and five. The
1: Broncos have the most complete team, probably, in the NFL. They have Pro Bowl receivers, a Pro Bowl receiver, a Pro Bowl tight end. They have a good offensive line. They have probably the best overall defense in the NFL, player for player. And they just don't have a quarterback, man. Who, they don't have, like, a Brad Johnson type of guy. You know what I'm saying? They don't got a Trent Dilfer. I mean, they got guys who you wonder how the hell they get in the NFL. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a certain ineptitude that's expected. But at some point, it's like, come on, bro. Like, you saying you can't stroke. Here's what I need to fuse on, Roy, and follow me with this one. And you probably see this in basketball a lot. It's like if you look at the NBA and you got a guy missing layups, Right? You're like, hold on, bro. I'm not saying, like, you got to, like, outscore LeBron in this game, but if you're an NBA player, certain standards are to be met. So when I'm watching the NFL and I see a professional quarterback and I see them missing a wide-open goal route, when I see them missing slants, I'm like, okay, I'm not asking you to be Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, but these are makeable throws and you can't make them.
0: Right, right.
1: Because I'm, I'm assuming that you could make some of those throws in high school and in college, and in the NFL they don't translate. It's kind of baffling to me, man. Yeah, because no. this one thing. Yeah. Because for me, I, I thought that, and this is silly me, right? I thought that what separated the Tom Brady's and the Drew Brees's, right, from the other guys was their ability, ability to read defenses. To dissect defenses, go through all of their, um, what do you call it? Uh, I guess not the, the route tree, but their options, right? Go through all their tiers. All right, this is my first offense, my second offense, right? And to be able to, um, scan the field, dissect the defenses, and run through all their, uh, progressions with ease. That's what I thought was the difference. But I'm looking at guys like Scott and, and and guys like, um, and we that don't appear to be able to just throw the ball. Not like not like really defense, you know what I mean? Not go through progression. Just throw the football. And to me that's weird.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny because backup quarterbacks in the NFL are hilarious to me because you have some teams <laughs> No, they they My are God, man. because you you weird. get you get some teams who have serviceable backup quarterbacks. So like a serviceable a serviceable guy, well, let me give you two. Guys who were serviceable as backups. One, I would say, was Doug Flutie, and the other one, I would say, is Charlie Batch. Man, well, so,
1: Doug
0: Flutie was like a, a serviceable starter, but, right? You know, I right. They, you know, the powers that be decided he wasn't going to be a starter. But you, you take yeah. a guy like you, you take a guy like Flutie or a guy like Charlie Batch, who were guys yep. who would who could sit on a bench for the entire season, come in and play. So. To use your analogy, to, to equate it to basketball, these would be the guys that in basketball we would say are professional scorers or professional shooters, right? These are guys who they don't need to be in the game, getting a bunch of shots and be volume shooters. These are guys that are professionals. You can put them in the game. They know what to do. Yeah. But then you have this uh, this 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 underclass of, of quarterbacks, the Sage Rosenfels of the world. If you will. Right. And these right. guys are absolutely horseshit, right? They can't throw. And you start saying, damn, how, did, how was he even on a roster? You know what I mean? I'd be getting the interview. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can't, what do you mean you can't throw? A I, quarterback. I remember sitting back and seeing. I remember seeing Sage Rosenfeld getting the game years ago and thinking to myself, my God, he's awful. Like, I mean, the guy no. couldn't, like you said, he couldn't make basic, th- I'm talking. they got to the point to where all they were throwing were just um, slants and, and and swing passes. And he was missing those. I was like, my, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, not slants. They were throwing drags and swing routes. And he was missing drags across the middle and swing passes to his back. And I was like, all right, well, you know, that's, that's enough of the Sage Rosenfeld show. Come on, man. But, you know, that's you know know what saying. Saying.
1: It's just It's just weird. It's, you know, and I, unless you're a running quarterback, I can see some deficiencies as a passer. But if you're a pocket guy and you can't throw, I, 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 it makes me, bro.
0: No, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Listen, you listen to People's Champ Radio. I'm Roy Mack on this end, on that end. That's the homie Cash. You can holler at us on Sunday afternoons, People's Champ Radio, and we're getting ready to open up the platform as well, man. Don't 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 fret, don't fret, my G. We're getting ready to open up the platform. And we're going to make it interactive for the people. Y'all can jump in here, man, and, and be a part of the show with us on People's Chant Radio, man. Um, hit us up on YouTube, People's Chant Radio. You can comment, subscribe, hit the bell icon. Also on YouTube in the podcast section as well, iHeartRadio. I promise you, we coming. People's Chant Radio, man, you can get with us right now because I'm telling you, if you don't get on this train right now, once we get rolling, man, ain't going to be no more free, Randy. You understand?
1: Can't get no more free.
0: So, you know, it's gonna cost. It, it, man, it's going to cost. You dig what I'm saying? It's going to cost. Lot still to get to in the show today, man. So much going on in sports, man. And man, we missed a so week, so, so we're going to backtrack a little bit. But but before we go any further, what, what else is going on just, just in the news in general, man? Give me some, some. I don't know if you got some good news, some bad news, weird news. What else? Fake news? <laughs> what you got going on, man? <laughs> right. Hey, man, I like
1: fake news, man.
0: <laughs> me and Trump,
1: me and Trump are big proponents of fake news. Um... Man, Ray J, man, I was reading an article. The big homie Ray J uh, struck a $31 million deal. Uh, he has a tech company called Raytronics. So shout out to the big homie Ray J, uh, Brandy's brother. And yeah, man, uh, so yeah, man, that's great news, man. I like to see my brothers and sisters out here continuing to make positive moves, continuing to build the business. You dig? Shout out to Ray J and Electronics.
0: And let me say this right here, right now, I'll make a declaration. And I don't give a damn who don't like it. Ray J's song "One Wish" is a top ten R and B love song of all times. I said it. Fuck. I
1: gotta check it out. Ray J
0: "One Wish" is a top ten R and B song I ain't of all never time. Never heard of it, man. You know
1: what I'm saying? That's a good gu- one. Hey, listen. I'm gonna let you know. You know what I'm saying? I'm old school. So if you're if your music came from the '80s or the '90s. You can't be in my top ten list. But go
0: ahead, man. Hey, listen, man. Ray J, one hey, wish.
1: Hey, because I, hey, I got three Jodeci songs
0: right
1: off the top of my head. He, can't, he ain't going to make it. Your boy Ray J, he's going to make my list. He's going to make my list. I got three
0: Jodeci hey, songs man. right now. Shout out to my dude Ray <laughs> J. That's, that song is a guilty pleasure of mine, dog. Shout out to the homie Ray <laughs> J, man. He hey, got there doing R his fizzle. I, I can't even put our Kelly because he got his own
1: list. So I can't even put our Kelly on my damn list. He got too many songs. Yeah, got too
0: many bangers. Hey, listen, man. I don't know what you're going to do, man, what the other nine songs going to be, but you need to put that Ray J in your gotta, list, man. I got to
1: get that Ray J on there? Yeah,
0: I don't know what the other nine going to be, man, but just make sure well, Ray it, J's a it, part of it. Here's the deal. I
1: would put Ray J on there, but this is the same guy who hit it first. So anybody who makes that hit his first, song, I can't have you on my list. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey,
0: listen, the dude. just... I can't your... have
1: it on my list. So
0: the dude can't be honest? He can't be honest about what's I... going on in these streets?
1: And hey, here's what's so funny about that. They really start busting down, like, who knocked
0: those down first. And <laughs> they went back to, like, yeah, it ended up being like. Uh, wasn't it like Nick
1: Cannon? Like, nah, it wasn't Nick Cannon. It was in high school, bro. You, you know damn well she was giving up that cutting in high school. Oh, okay. I thought we were was, talking about uh, people we
0: knew. Oh, uh, one of the Jacksons, uh, thought, right? Thought, one of the Jacksons. Oh, You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it was like. Uh, was,
1: it, was it? It wasn't one of the Jacksons. Like, I
0: thought it was one of the it Jacksons. Somebody was in, like,
1: it was somebody in Diddy's circle.
0: Ah, shout out to Diddy.
1: Some young
0: punk in Diddy circle. He's so, like Diddy, you know, they got the Albie Shore punks in his speaking circle. Speaking of the Diddy, punk. speaking of Diddy, right? Shout out Diddy, man! Shout out Diddy. In in P Diddy news, um, oh, <laughs> he decided that temporarily, I guess, or, or maybe it was a joke. Let him tell it. He decided. Yeah, he, to, said he was off that lickin'.
1: Yeah, shout the, out a rock,
0: man. To to change his name to Brother Love. Um but what was that? What did that last about? Less than twenty-four hours, right? And then yeah, they said it was a joke. About
1: twenty-four hours. Yeah.
0: Here here's my conjecture. I don't think it was a joke, diddy. I think that you really were trying to make that move and you were unaware of the fact that there was a famous uh wrestling. Uh, wrestling um i don't know what what was brother i think brother love was like a manager slash like he did a little show right, right he, was. I think he was and um i think that Diddy was just unaware and from what i saw from his twitter feed people were kind of like going at him like yo why you ripping off people's names now yada 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 and so you know he pulled the, hey man i was just messing with y'all but I, my conge- if you want my honest opinion had that not been a thing I, I promise you he was gonna stick with that brother love movement he was gonna try to ride that out shout out to diddy man no,
1: Diddy, Jack, hey first of all, Diddy's fat
0: as hell right now. Have you seen him? <laughs> hey man, I'm not gonna sit here and let you talk really? about Puff Daddy like that, dog. I won't sit. I won't stand I, well, for it. Hold
1: on, Are you fat shaming
0: Roy? Really? Hey, I, I won't gotta let gotta you, you talk about. <laughs> hey, I'm. Not, hey, I ain't got, hey, you acting like you got I'm not fat shaming. What, what I'm saying,
1: saying,
0: what I'm saying is, is that. I'm
1: you what I'm,
0: what I'm telling you is that P Diddy brought us Mace, and I'm not gonna sit here and let you. Disrespect P. Diddy or talk the oh, so
1: right. P. Diddy can't be fat now. Okay?
0: Nah, yeah. man. We we don't talk That's negative about P. Fat, diddy. Okay. Nah. Hey, listen. He brought us total. He, ga- he little, gave y'all. the world total. I
1: eat good, I eat good but I ain't chubby like Ricky Ross. Like picky, man. <laughs> hey,
0: listen,
1: dog. diddy fat as hell right now. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's a movie <laughs> role. Maybe he's. Hey, maybe he's about to be like some type of Maybe it's
0: a movie role. (laughs) Yeah, well,
1: well, here's the deal. I know I'm right because I saw um, a photo of him and Cassie. They were on a vacation, right? And he got his shirt off. So it's him trying to show people like, right, like I'm big, like I'm not hiding. I ain't going to have my shirt on. You feel me? Because, you know, sometimes some people, they try to hide their weight. Females they'll do the full body suit, right? Like Ty Vance tried tried to pull. They'll do like the big one piece joint, but Diddy, he was just out here with the gun out and everything. So I was like, okay, this must be like a movie or something. You
0: know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, maybe Cassie out here just cooking up some good food, dog. I don't know what's going on. Hey, man, listen.
1: Diddy, do you, baby? You the king of New York, man. Do your thing. Shout out to Diddy, man.
0: Hey, I want to go to some NBA. Go ahead, hey, go ahead. CD though by
1: Diddy. Um, I think it's called Puffy and the Family. Hey, that's hey, 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 wanna go hard,
0: bro. Hey, listen, you ain't gotta tell to you, me. Bro. I I don't I'm not gonna take Diddy slander on this platform. But listen, man. Well listen.
1: Hey, well, you're fat, you fat, man. Ain't got nothing to do with me, man. Put, <laughs> hey, put down the Chick-fil-A, man. I don't know what to tell you.
0: Hey, listen, man. Shout out to Brother Love. <laughs> hey,
1: brother brother and <laughs> Love, my man.
0: But I want to get to some NBA talk, but before I do that. Um, can we can we, can we take just a second, maybe just a few seconds, and maybe uh, talk about this uh, the uh, this uh, thing that happened <laughs> um, between I'm, between oh, Dion Sanders and young oh, man, <laughs> young man, man, Tony Romo, your hey, people, man, your listen, man. Listen,
1: Tony Antonio Romo
0: is what I call him. Hey, that's your man. First Tony of all, Ofe,
1: Romo. here's what
0: happened, right? Tony Romo. He tried to be slick and like throw some little, throw some little ish out there in his little commentary. He really did
1: throw a real shot. It it was crazy. I was watching that game when he
0: said it. Yeah, he tried to be cute. They
1: playing the Chiefs.
0: And word got back, (laughs) you dig? And listen, it was corny. And like in the words of Dion, he want Dion wanted to take the high road,
1: but you know, hey, listen, man, just didn't have the directions. He ain't had the directions, man. He ain't had the answers. He ain't the address. Dion didn't know the address to the high road so he went ahead and
0: took the low road so Cash here's what I ask you because what happened the next day where Talking Heads started having arguments about oh well Dion, he's showing that he's sensitive by going back at Tony Romo and here's my thing I don't even think it's being sensitive at all I don't think it's that at all here's what I think I think somebody talked shit that didn't have business talking shit Right, I don't right. think. So you
1: get out. Yeah,
0: go. I don't think. You know what's funny? I think Dion would have probably laughed that off had it been somebody that he had, like Michael Irvin or somebody. Yeah, yeah. had it been Talking somebody. It, when you're Tony Romo and you take a shot and like he didn't. See the thing is, right? When you say let, let's talk real quick. Let let's talk real, right? When you say talk little. Yeah, when you say little talk slick. Talk. When you say slick shit, you can clean up slick shit sometimes by saying. Yeah. By saying, "Hey, Dion, you know we love you, man." He said that right. it would have hey, been done. I don't
1: done. know if you heard what he was
0: talking. He kept it pushing. No, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He but, said hey, and it. Nobody
1: laughed when he said it, so that's why I was like, that's kind of yeah. weird. Well, that's, that's the, that's the thing.
0: That's the thing, right? When you're talking that talk, you can clean it up at the end and be like, "Hey, man, no disrespect," or be like, "Hey, man, listen, you need, hey, we love Dion, but you know, da da da, da. Hey, And he it didn't laugh. He he just was like, yeah, you know, he,
1: he was just as afraid to tackle as Dion, and he just kept going. I was like, huh,
0: okay. And so, then you got charged up, and then you know, the Tony Romo apologists came out, and they were butthurt. But listen, it's the reality. Yeah. The reality is Tony Romo's a lot of Tony Romo's career is a highlight and failure. <laughs> That's just the reality. It's a highlight bad, and failure, right? bro. I watched
1: a game in which this guy threw for five hundred yards. And I think he had four or five touchdowns and through the game uh, losing interception in the same game.
0: And what's funny that is
1: that sums up Tony Romo's career. I
0: was gonna say that is who Tony Romo is. <laughs> that's I know, the but funny part. Manning, yep, that was incredible. You know, it's just that's who that guy, guy is. He had
1: thrown for five hundred yards, four touchies, no picks. He was like seventy-eight percent or eighty percent completion, something crazy. And he ends up throwing the pick to lose the game. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, that's classic Tony Romo, man. And listen, Tony, if you happen to hear this, I know you play ball. I I know some cats you used to play ball with up at UT Arlington out there in the dallas Fort Worth area. Um so, listen, man, don't think that you're gonna like try to call somebody from People's Chant Radio out on some like, hey, I don't play football no more, but we can go like to the court. Cause make no mistake, Tony. <laughs> make no, don't get it twisted. You dig what I'm saying?
1: Hey, Tony, would Max, a Hall of Family. Yeah, you know, don't for, get no it. Smoke, don't honey.
0: get it twisted, Tony, with your little hurt back ass. Listen, man, let's Wood keep Mac, it pushing, though, Wood man.
1: Mac, hey, listen, Tony. Would <laughs> Max going to the, he's in the hall. What about you, Tony? I hey, got the prime time.
0: Yeah, Dion had to come back. Hey,
1: listen, here's the reality. Dion was only in Dallas for a handful of years, right? In those years, he accomplished ten times as much as Tony Romo accomplished in his entire career. Hey, Tony, knock it off! Yeah, two the- playoff victories, ten seasons.
0: Stop. Yeah, cut it out, bro. And it is his reality, man. Let, 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 we're going to leave it there. Just, just let that live. Stop. Let that live. Yeah. Two playoff wins in 10 and, years. Hey, let Tony, that live. And I
1: like, hey, listen. I like Tony as an announcer. I think he's the funnest well, announcer to listen to Let right me now. Let
0: me listen. go a step further. I, I I don't dislike Tony as a player. But I think that, like, oh,
1: nah, 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 you, nah, 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 you just, know
0: what I'm saying? He, but, like, Tony, he, like, listen, you. Listen, I was a
1: person arguing that Tony Romo was Aaron Rodgers. I, I was that guy. I'm like, listen, bro, you talking about tip for tat skill set. There is nothing that Romo can't do that Rodgers could do. The difference was the decision making. Right. At the end of the day, when the game, you know, what I'm saying, was on the line, it was the decision making. But Tony Romo isn't as talented as a quarterback that I've ever seen, and right. I, I don't even like the shit he got. I don't even like Tony Romo like that. But you know, I'm objective enough to know talent.
0: Right? That's real talk. That's real talk.
1: you're trying to go at a guy who is one of the greatest. Players in the issue of the game, he was a corner. Think about that, Tony.
0: Stop. Shuts down an entire side of the field. Bro. <laughs> by him, it, bro. Just, just by him being hey, over this guy. Hey,
1: this guy DM was so potent. Larry Brown got the NFL MVP because Neil O'Donnell refused to throw to his side. He like, hey, listen, bro. We're going to keep throwing to Larry Brown
0: and <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, man. This the only place you get real talk, man. Hey, tell them what they get over here at People's Chant Radio Cash.
1: Hey, man, would you, hey, listen, if people camp radio, dawg, you get your truth first. That's what you're going to get over here, baby.
0: You dig? You know what it is, man. Hit us up, man. Rate, comment, subscribe. Hit us on the YouTube. And make sure you hit us on the podcast section on iTunes. You dig what I'm saying? Let's talk about some NBA, hey, hit that man. Hit
1: notification bell, man. Yeah, man. Hit that notification bell, Get them baby. notifications,
0: dog. Let's go to the gonna NBA, man. We're going to have coming at you
1: throughout the week
0: in, as well. In the NBA, people lost their mind last night, temporarily, um, because... After what seemed like three weeks of struggle, struggle bars, Lonzo Ball <laughs> finally got that elusive triple-double that you can tell he was trying to get um, right. for, for, since he's been in the NBA. He got that triple-double and he is now officially in the record books of the, uh, of the NBA as the youngest player to record a triple-double. Um, like
1: whatever that means.
0: Whatever that means. So <laughs> here's there's something that's funny, right? Here's something that's funny. People want to uh, – Monday morning, this is going to be a big deal Monday morning because, you know, the, Ew. Ew. what they don't remember is that people chant radio almost three weeks ago now. We called it out then that, like, listen, man, Lonzo isn't going to be what people thought he was going to be. We said that three weeks ago. The, the talking heads on TV just came out within the last week trying to backtrack some of their Jason Kidd comments.
1: Man, they, look, they went as far. Hey, they went as far as to bring Jason Kidd on a segment and question him about it. And Jason, hey, hey, hey look, hey, but look, here's how they presented it. Hey, Jason, there's some people out there saying that you know, Lonzo Ball kind of reminds them of you. What do you say to that? No, niggas. You motherfuckers are saying that. Don't give me no some people talk. Stephen A. Smith and Matt Kellerman talking about some people out there. No, no, no. You guys start these narratives. I hate when big media start talking about what the media is not or isn't doing. Yeah, man, some people in the media. <laughs>
0: what? Right, right. You
1: are the media. Not only are you the media, you're responsible for the narratives because you're the mothership. But go ahead, man. God damn. Yeah,
0: so, here's what I want to bring, and this is just what I do as Roy Mag, right? I bring a little clarity, especially to the NBA, on these record situations because the records only become a big deal in the NBA when the right person breaks it. Real um, talk. Real talk. So, Real talk. so and, and, and this became a big deal because he, uh, Lonzo Ball broke a record by LeBron James. Uh Um, let's talk about who had the record before LeBron James, right? Because that would be something interesting, right, to see who had it before. before And I think technically it wasn't LeBron's record. I think technically it was maybe John Wall, but, like, LeBron was like, hey, anyway. um, Right. No, you know what? I take that back. It was LeBron's record. It was LeBron. But anyway, um, before LeBron had the record, Lamar Odom had that record. Um, Lamar Odom actually broke a 20-year-old record that was held by Magic Johnson. Now, oh. no one knows Lamar Odom broke that 20-year-old record because no one gave a damn when Lamar broke that 20-year-old record. You know no why? One gave Because damn. even though Lamar was a was a, was a lottery pick and all that, he didn't have the second f- overall pick. Yeah, but he, he didn't have <laughs> yeah. this type of fanfare that Lonzo yeah. has. And because well, he didn't Levar have Ball that his dad. Right okay. And so that's why you always got to give a hats off to LeVar Ball Anytime stuff like this happens Because listen, Lonzo had had What, a, a horrible two and a half, three weeks of basketball Just 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 horrible basketball um, Don't let Here's what I got to tell people Don't let Lonzo Ball And I said this Go back to listen to people shant Radio Pull up the, some of those archive shows Listen to a rant I did um, I did a take on the NBA Rookies I got a new one coming up That's gonna, I'm going to refresh it I talked about Lonzo Ball at that time, and I told y'all, don't get caught up in his numbers because he's always going to have numbers that are going to look like they're on the verge of a triple-double. So here's what you're going to see from Lonzo Ball. Right. You're going to see eight points, seven rebounds, seven assists. You're gonna be like, oh, man, he almost had a triple-double. He had a good game. But you got to <laughs> go back and watch that game. And when you watch, you're going to be like, yo, he didn't even do anything. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, yep. That, and therein lies the problem. Is that he can do all, he can have those numbers and have a zero impact on the game. And so, well, you know, that's what you get. Here's the
1: deal, man. Um, so when he scored zero points, right? People immediately start talking about his plus minus. Immediately.
0: Right. Oh, like, but, he, oh but it's, he, yeah, didn't yeah.
1: Score, <laughs> they won the game. Hey, they didn't care. Hey, they didn't care that Kyle Kuzman shot like 80%, he had like 24 points. It was all about Lonzo's plus-minus, right? And now, and they won the game. So it was Lonzo's... It was, Lonzo was the reason that they won that game because of his plus-minus, although he scored zero effing points in an NBA game. But this last game, he had a triple-double and they lost. So now people still talk about the triple-double. Hey, he had a triple-double, so here's the deal. Let me say this, Roy. And this is something that hasn't been paid attention to, but it's been to... Um, the betterment of Lonzo, uh, if that's even a word. So I was I was under the impression that people were going to want to watch Lonzo Ball fail. But he's actually becoming a sympathetic figure. Right before our very eyes, people are literally, because they already rooted for him, and they got to hold on to the hope that he becomes something, right? They can't just be like, you know what, bro? Maybe we jumped out the window. No, 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 no. So they got to continue to argue all the talking points. So I said I'll let you say this is that Lonzo's become a, a, a sympathetic figure and shout out again to LeVar Ball because people are now just directing their hate and vigor towards LeVar. But they're not allowing it to trickle down to Lonzo. But it's because of LeVar that we're talking about Lonzo. Because obviously it obviously ain't because of uh, Lonzo's game, right? It's because of the hype that Lavar, um, you know, came in with uh, for his son Lonzo. So, as I do every week on the on People's Champ Radio at 5 p.m. Central Time on Sundays, shout out to the big homie Lavar Ball.
0: Yeah, man, because listen, he did such Bro, a great.
1: Listen, I, I don't mean to cut y'all, but I've never had an argument with someone in my life about a guy not scoring a single point. I've never had, I, I don't even know how to, like, how do you even uh, tackle this argument? A guy didn't score, and I'm sitting here at work arguing with a guy because he's trying to tell me, hey, you know what plus minus means? Hope oh, you don't know, do you? The guy was serious.
0: Well, here's the deal, right?
1: I'm, look, I'm looking around like family. I don't give a damn about, first of all, I know, I know what a plus minus is. But I don't give a damn about no plus minus when you have zero points in an NBA game and this guy Kyle Kuzman has 20 plus, he's shooting like 80%. But you want to get credit to this other man. That's how powerful this Levar Alonzo Ball duo is. That's incredible
0: to watch. Well, it's to, incredible to watch. To I, still hey, a, I'm just going for the ride. To steal a phrase from the great Roger Mayweather, most people don't know shit about basketball, and therein lies the problem. When you real, don't know, real life facts. When you don't know Fact. shit about a sport, you make stuff up, right? And you just because people started using buzzwords. Oh, he makes the team go. What the hell does? What, <laughs> See they they started using words <laughs> that like they makes heard before, team go. Yeah, like I you know. makes them go where? That's a bad team. Bro, he made
1: he made the team go by sitting in a corner while his entire squad is passing the ball to each other and not him and making shots. Get the f out of here, Jason Kidd made his team go. Just go watch Jason Kidd's highlights.
0: Just well, go watch them. I don't have to go that far. Let's watch De'Aaron Fox who hit the game winning who hit a oh, game winner. Well,
1: there, well there you go.
0: He had a game with her the other night. And listen, he wasn't having a great game. He didn't have like 20, 25 points. He didn't. But he was was having a decent game. But he understood in that moment, that's what he's supposed to do. You
1: know who De'Aaron Fox looks like to me right now? He looks like Jamal Crawford as a starting point guard. That's what he looks like to me.
0: The NBA better hope. Like a, the NBA better hope he's not that because Jamal Crawford as a starting point guard would have been a monster yeah, in his prime. That's what
1: I'm saying. I, I, I do, man. Because he's left-handed. He's six four. He's athletic as hell. He's fast. He's aggressive. He's confident. And oh, by the way, he scored 39 against Lonzo Ball in UCLA in a, in, a, in a you know in a convincing win. In, you know, in college they.
0: You know, listen. Well, here's the deal, Cash. We're know not gonna. What I'm watching. We're not gonna. I know let, what I'm
1: watching when I watch these guys play. We're not you know gonna what
0: what I mean? let. We're not gonna let facts like that get in the way of a good story. <laughs> you I know mean, what I'm saying?
1: Listen, if Lebar Ball, I've I said this before. The draft. If LeVar Ball was uh, De'Aaron Fox's uh, father, the guy would have been. He would have been. Top three pick, bro. No questions
0: asked. Well, here's one of the things, right? Here's one of the things that was that, that was lost because, as you mentioned, the Lakers lost that game. Um, and here's one of the things that that people forgot they about. They lost. People keep. I don't know if anybody's listening or watching, but Giannis Antetokounmpo is quietly <laughs> is quietly leading the NBA in scoring at almost 32 points a game. Let me don't say that them. again. <laughs> He's quietly leading the NBA in scoring at almost 32 points a game here's a guy that everybody will tell you does not have a jump shot he's only first of all let me back up he's only 20 yeah, tall. he's 22 years old right he's 22 years old now i don't think he's gonna average 30 for the whole season uh, uh, uh but but right now he's averaging 32 points a game um right. and and 10 rebounds right <laughs> so no he's averaging deal. 32 and 10 at 22 years old And no one seems to care. Listen, understand you. Understand. Shout out to Jason Kidd, by the way. Man, shout out to J.K. Understand, Antetokounmpo may already be the third best player in the NBA behind LeBron and Kevin Durant. Because, listen... When you're that long and that big, you you leapfrog right. guys like Steph Curry, and that's no disrespect to Steph Curry as a, as a scorer and as a shooter. But you leapfrog those guys because you can just do stuff that they can't do because you hit the genetic lottery. You know what I'm saying? You're right. a winner of the genetic lottery. This guy is six foot eleven, can handle the ball. He runs the point for crying out loud for these guys. He can handle the ball. He can post up. He can take off. He's athletic as hell. He's fast, and you know. What do you do with him at six foot eleven, man? And now he and now he's got, he just got a new running mate in Bledsoe with him over there, um, who's gonna mm-hmm. add some toughness to the backcourt, some scoring, and all of a sudden this Milwaukee Bucks team is gonna be a tough outcome playoff time, man. That's gonna be a tough outcome playoff time, real talk. Hey, and, and, and
1: that's real talk. But let me say this: I'm looking at the NBA leading leaders. Y'all gotta start putting some respect. On the big homie Chris Al Porzingis, man.
0: Well, the it, brothers, well that's the a hell of a. The brothers
1: co- averaging 30 points, right? The brothers giving me 30 effing points a game right now and seven boards. My
0: goodness. And two blocks, almost three blocks a game. Listen. Yeah. Listen.
1: Yeah, I ain't even look at that. Two point three blocks. Yeah, and the hey, Marcus cousin, twenty eight point seven, basically he averages twenty nine and thirteen point eight, basically fourteen. The
0: Marcus is averaging
1: twenty nine and fourteen right now. And bro. no one cares. See, Put I, some respect on that man's name.
0: That becomes my problem. And, 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 and that's why the NBA more than any other league is such a star driven league, and that's the stars drive the talking points in the NBA. And not necessarily yeah. always the stars, but whoever has the whoever has the the, um, is the hot buzz guy and Lonzo is that guy so he's he's overshadowing between Lonzo and LeBron and the Cavs struggles they're really overshadowing a lot of what's going on in the NBA also you
1: know who's fault this is though this is big media fault because they give us that narrative they tell the people hey this is what's important it ain't important that Giannis uh Kumpa why the high hell you say his last name it ain't important he ain't even trying to say his last name again it ain't important that this dude is averaging 31.7, 10 boards, and damn near two blocks. That's not important. What's important is that Lonzo Ball just recorded his first triple-double, and he's the youngest player to do it, and they lost. Like, that's a problem, bro. And that's right, hey, listen, that's why the people need People's Champ Radio. Because, again, we were talking about Lonzo Ball a month ago. And we already were talking about how De'Aaron Fox and all these other young studs, uh, you know, just look, just, they look better. They look more comfortable in the NBA, look more fluent, look more natural. Um, but, yeah, people can't radio, man. Listen, you're going to get the truth here first, baby.
0: And let me say this, man. Um, ben Simmons is the real deal. Uh, I don't know if yeah, he
1: man. I was unsure, but I'm sure now he is a yeah. real deal.
0: I don't know if he would have been. The, I don't know if he would have been the real deal last year, but he's definitely the real deal now. Me
1: either. Me either.
0: You know what I mean?
1: You know, you know what a year does, man. You get the NBA, oh, yeah. you get to travel with people now, you get to watch the game slow down for you, and I think you get a lot of confidence, right? Because you're going to get these guys in practice, and then you see what they doing the guys in the game, and you're like, hold on. And that's what, that's what Stephen A. actually brought up that I agree with him about Lonzo. Well, hold on, let me say this. Nah, my bad. I gotta, I gotta give cash credit on people's chant radio three weeks ago, because I said if you're practicing against Lonzo Ball and you turn, you tearing his just ass up in practice, and you're looking at the height behind him, you're like, yo, hold on, like I'm just as good as this cat. You know what
0: I'm saying? Or I'm right, better.
1: Right. I know Kyle Kuzma's in practice, tearing his ass up. I'm like, hold on, fam. So Ben Simmons got that confidence to, from housing his NBA constituents in practice. You feel me? So when he got in the game, he was talking for the course.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I think, listen, man, these guys we talking about, Tacumpo, uh, uh, Ben Simmons, Bro, people people got to understand. These guys are, are all huge guys. These guys are 6'8", 6'9", 6'11". These, bro, Ben
1: Simmons is huge, This is a big he guy, bro. He looks big bro. as hell out there. Bro, Ben he Simmons is He looks like is, Lamar is a, Odom playing freaking point guard.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Real talk. He's huge, man. And so that's the thing that people got to understand. These aren't... <clears throat> um, it's one thing to see John Wall out there killing people, right? But he's 6'4", 6'3", right. 6'4". When you got a guy that's six foot eight, six foot nine, doing the same thing, it's, that becomes how'd scary. How old is Ben? How Ben now? Uh, twenty one? I think 20? he's. I think he's twenty. Yeah, man,
1: that's scary. He can grow. That's what I'm saying. He, can, he still
0: got well, the room to grow, man. Well, think about this now, right? Because LeBron is in his getting up there in his thirties now, and. Yep. As he, oh yeah, he's, in, he's always Lebron. I to in his thirty. As Lebron is getting ready to transition and leave the NBA, he's leaving behind his DNA on the NBA. So what do I mean? He's leaving behind guys at his size who now want to handle the ball, be passers, and do things. You know, because before Ben, Sim, a guy like Ben Simmons, ten years ago or, or fifteen years ago, pre-LeBron a guy like Ben Simmons would have still been a great player but he would have been a guy who can like you know probably post up a little pop up top get a little 17 right. foot jump shot he would have been more out of the mode of like an Amari Stoudemire he would have still been a great Absolutely. player but he would have been more of an Amari Stoudemire dunk on you stuff like that but yep. that's kind of some of that when you see Antetokounmpo and some of these other guys you say man that's kind of some of that LeBron James DNA because those guys are basically going to uh, even a guy like a Kawhi Leonard, man. You know, those guys are going to basically replace LeBron um here here in the next couple of years. And I mean, we can't forget about Kevin Durant. All of a sudden the Warriors look yeah, like they ain't
1: going nowhere anytime soon.
0: And the <laughs> Warriors <laughs> look the Warriors look like they're kind of bored right now. I know I said a few weeks ago that, you know, that that they're vulnerable I got to kind of – I need to amend that. They look bored to me right now. And they should yeah, look uh-huh. bored.
1: They should yeah, look they're bored. they're not vulnerable, man. They, yeah, got they Steph should Curry. look bored. <laughs> Listen, they got Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, and freaking Klay Thompson, bro. They're not vulnerable
0: but at here, all. But here's, just don't one, get after here's one thing I like, though, and we talked about this. One thing I do like is that even when they do beat teams, I see yeah. those teams not – a year ago, Not tripping. yeah, a Man, year ago, a money. year ago, teams were just intimidated and they would get blown out from literally in the first quarter. And like, if you remember how many games Steph Curry and 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 Clay and, and the rest of those boys, Durant would sit out in the fourth quarter. You don't see them sitting yep. out. I know it's still early, but at oh, this yeah. point, you don't see them sitting out a whole lot of fourth quarters. Which is right, which? Which means that guys are still going at their head. Boston looks really good. It. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, 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 no. Keep going, keep
0: going. I was going to say Boston looks really good. I don't believe that they can make an NBA Finals run without Gordon Hayward. Of course not. But I said this a month ago on People's Chant Radio when Hayward got hurt. I said, this is the best thing. This is the best thing that happened to them because now.
1: And I echoed those sentiments. That's why you
0: get the truth first on people's chat radio, man. Because what what people didn't realize was that, first of all, Tatum is going to be a star. I said that at Duke, and he just is. You did.
1: You called it. Yeah, he's going to be a star.
0: And Brown is also going to be a great player.
1: Brown looks good, man. Yeah, he's going to be a great player. I, I like how aggressive he is, though. You watch his brother play. He's playing great defense. He's getting to the cup, he's hitting open shots. I like the size on these kids. Yeah, That's that is, what I'm
0: saying. Both of those guys are yes. like six eight, bro. You got two six yes. eight guys out there, man. So
1: Gordon comes back, he's six eight. You feel me? Yeah. Listen, bro, this is a and this is a, I think this is the best thing to do for Kyrie. Because once Gordon comes back, they'll be able to you know, cause I believe Gordon's kind of a Swiss Army knife kind of guy. He ain't a guy that needs the ball in his hand. Right, you feel me?
0: Right, right, right.
1: Um, and listen, let's, let's just keep it true. Gordon's great for that for that fan base out there in Boston. They all Boston loves to crown one like white player on that team, right? Oh yeah. So Gordon's gonna, and that's the reason they signed him. If everybody's being honest, because don't tell me you'd rather have Gordon Hayward than uh, Butler. I'm sorry, you're not gonna convince me. Or that. Paul George. Uh, well, I ain't gonna even go with Paul. I'm not gonna. Even, we know, like you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna, you know, Paul George. No. But I digress. So again, don't tell me he's a better player than those guys. But for your culture, I get it. You know
0: what I mean? It's a business move. I ain't mad at you. Real talk. No, real
1: talk. But I wish you a speed recovery, Gordon.
0: But let's talk about Paul George's team a little bit because people are kind of bagging on OKC. Now, you know, that's that's my they are my pick to get to the conference finals. Um, I think they will still get there. I think they'll be fine. Uh, I think it obviously was going to be an adjustment period for OKC to figure out how. One thing I don't like is that I don't like the fact that um, Russell is deferring so much. I want Russell Bro,
1: to. I saw Russell had like thirteen points. I was like, what?
0: Yeah, I I want Russell to still be Russell, um, and let those guys figure out how to play with Russell. I, I, I,
1: because Russell being aggressive is gonna open up the range yeah, for everybody. Yeah. It's gonna give you wide open jumpers. If you can, Carmelo is a, an incredible pop shooter. So, and, and you just drive and, and you penetrate this to him. He's knocking that down,
0: bro. Sometimes what happens when you play with so many great players is that you try to accommodate everybody. And and what's going to happen is that eventually as the season goes on, these guys are going to go on some long winning streaks. And they're going to go on those 9, 10, 11 game winning streaks. And they'll be fine. Um, They'll probably finish. Now looking at it with their record, they're probably finishing the top four in the West. And they're going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. They're going to be a problem come playoff time uh and 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 what you're gonna see from them is an evolution over time. Now I don't know um, if Paul George is gonna stay long term. I think I think Carmelo, Possibly will will we'll It's contingent
1: we'll upon them winning for Paul George. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and he should be. I'm not gonna be an OKC okay and be an average team, bro. I, I know.
0: Right, right. So no, you know,
1: I might I, as well to go go to LA and be an average
0: team. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. But we'll but 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 we'll see. You know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what what happens over there. But it's listen. The Porzingis is a great story in the NBA. Antetokounmpo Tacumpo is a great story in the NBA um obviously you got the uh you got the Warriors uh the Rockets are playing good basketball um the NBA is in a good place right now man it's it's a lot of fun games out there uh the Spurs are looking good and Kawhi Leonard hasn't even played yet so um the NBA is looking good right now man but we're 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 rapidly rapidly coming close to the end of the show and before we get out of here I want to talk some boxing and a little MMA well, hold
1: on. Before we go there, yeah, yeah. I got some questions to ask the Hall of Famer Roy Mack, man.
0: You know I got the answers. Um, I got the answers, Sway.
1: You know what I'm saying? We're going to see. So, the Warriors, we've seen this before with the Lakers, right? Um, and I feel like this is just like a – it's just weird because do you think the Warriors are tired of winning? And what I mean by that is not like you were talking about, you know, you thought they were vulnerable ETC, but I'm not talking about the Kevin Durant Warriors. I'm talking about everybody else's side because Kevin just got there, right? He just experienced a taste of what's winning like. And although the Warriors only have two championships, they've been so dominant, right? Winning 70, uh, how many games they went? 73, Right, right, right. Um, right. And Draymond ain't got his paper yet. Clay ain't got his paper yet. Um, do you think these guys are tired of like winning? And what I mean is on on they're not winning on their own terms. It's that Kobe Shaq thing, you feel me? Do you believe that there's something going on within that organization that that hasn't really been spoken of cuz when I look at the Warriors, I don't get the I don't get the vibe, and I could be wrong. But I don't get the vibe It's just like this close-knit family-type team. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they like, yo, we're just better than everybody. We're going to boss up, and when we're done is business as usual. What, what
0: are your thoughts on that? No, that's an excellent question. So I think I think uh, they have a lot of simp players on their squad. And here's what I mean. I think they got a lot, a lot of guys on their squad who don't want that smoke. They don't want the pressure. I don't think Klay Thompson truly wants the pressure of being the best player on – the Charlotte Hornets. I don't think he wants that pressure. I, I don't, really
1: don't think he wants. You know what, what I mean? Man.
0: I don't think he wants that. I don't think that that Draymond, for as much as he talks, Draymond really doesn't want to go to Detroit and try to make them better. He doesn't want to do that. um And hey, so,
1: Dray, Dray, Draymond, you ever heard of Anthony
0: Drummond Don't do it. And so, and so. For those reasons, because I agree with you, I don't think that they're as close knit as a unit as 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 maybe they've been in the past. Um, right. But I also think that those guys are simp enough, uh, personality-wise, that they are going to all try to ride it out because they understand that as a collective, they're much better off than a apart.
1: Well, Draymond's always going to be playing third fiddle. He can't be the second best player on a championship team, right? Let's keep it true. Um, I think Draymond would be incredible with like OKC, you know what I mean, a team like
0: that. Um, yeah, but that would mean but that would mean that he has to but that would mean that he would have to go out and challenge himself. And I don't think that any of those guys, out of all of them, I would say that Draymond would be the one I would I would suspect would be the one who wants who, who wanted to. But also right. if, if Draymond was to leave, I think that would be the end of OKC. I think I mean I'm sorry, uh of Golden State. I think he's the one guy who makes them go. Um, because, because yeah, of what he can do. So, you know, that, that's a good question. I, I, I think as constructed, it's going to be interesting, man, because Clay Thompson, he's already, I thought he might be the guy that first guy, the kind of guy to say, man, I might try to go get this money. But he's talking about talk, talking about taking less money, which is a absolutely terrible move and wow. i'm 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 not saying that because i think but because i, I want him to go you know have his own team so to, so to speak right, i'm saying nah, that because that kind of guy. i'm saying that because these people these players got to start realizing man clay thompson you have two championships already you're probably going to win a third this year understand right. man you have rings already you yes. only now now he's a little bit different because he comes from 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 some paper because his dad played in the league but Absolutely. understand man you only have a short window to get this money you understand Real that? money,
1: though. Real right, money. right. Well, you only got a short window to get this money. You only got a short window because Clay is not a marketable guy. He has a dull personality. No, you,
0: you, you saw him over there uh, in China yeah, looking, no. looking crazy as hell dancing. No, he's a weirdo. Couldn't
1: even dunk. Six foot seven. Yeah, He's a damn weirdo. Um, but, yeah, like, Clay, you, you, know, you got you to gotta monetize, fam. We got to quit it. We don't let these folks talk us into quote-unquote winning. Hey, I want it all. I'm on my Dion his. I want my Bro. money, and I'm gonna wear these
0: chips. Well, in, here's the deal: in no other profession on this planet does anyone applaud you allegedly for taking less money. There, there's Nobody. nothing else. No one ever tells you it's a good deal to take less money. You dig what I'm saying? If you're, if you're, if you if you're a, if you're a guy who is a roofer, so you climb on people's roofs for a living. No one ever says, "Hey, man, listen, dog. If you get with the best roof company in the city, what you should do is take like a like, like a ten thousand dollar pay cut." You know what I'm saying? Because like, hey, bro, that, that's the be- no. No one ever says any crazy shit like that. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Only in sports. Just
1: that, listen, it goes against
0: capitalism, right?
1: And we're a capitalist society. We're a
0: capitalist country. Uh, let's get this paper. Real talk, man. And, and, and listen. And the reason I'm even saying it because I'm saying like, listen, you got your chips. Cause I know these new cats, they got pressure from ESPN to 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 they win really chips. Did. And they so really did. You know, you got your chips, man. Listen, uh, me personally, if once if chips is is, cause listen, you should want to win. I'm not telling people to like go. I brought up the Charlotte Hornets. I'm not saying like go there just to lose, just to get the money. But right. you know, uh,
1: I'm not saying take a, a max deal and go to Orlando. Right. You know what I'm, I'm not Look, saying you, that. You're not a team max, so y'all gonna get right.
0: one out there. But, you know, it is what it is, man. I, I, I don't see them leaving. And, and, and the good thing is, listen, if you're Clay Thompson and you're, and you're um, Steph Curry or even Draymond, like, listen, y'all all, you guys were all drafted by the team. So, you know, I, if they don't leave, I'm not mad at them because it, it's not like they sought to be there. Um, they were all drafted by that franchise. But at the same time, still, you do have to try to maximize your potential. So that's my answer to that, man. I would maximize my dollars.
1: Well, listen, I ain't going to make it. I ain't going to even complicate it, man. Get your money. I don't want to hear all this damn. Like, who's, who's not trying to win? Every time you shoot a shot and you're trying to make it, you're trying to win. So I don't want to hear that, you know, win Well, that because shit. Shut up. So let me, me say this. Me. So, so here's what's going to
0: happen, right? Because uh, apparently Clay Thompson's probably going to make a, uh, some all-star teams if he stays there. But nobody, when it's all over and said and done, let's say they win four chips together. They're going to say, man, Klay Thompson won four championships. He's a seven-time, eight-time All-Star. Man, he was a good player. But no one's going to put him in any conversations for one one of the better two guards of all time. Come on, man. And I'm from a generation in which legacy was something that was important. Not overwinning, but your legacy – I'm I'm talking great players. I'm not not talking about a marginal player. I'm talking about the great players' legacy became important. Um, And – Listen, maybe that's not important anymore in the NBA. I don't know. Um, We'll see, man. Well, listen,
1: Clay Thompson's the third best player on the championship team. So whatever y'all want to do with that, kid.
0: Yeah, man.
1: Whatever y'all want to slice that pie.
0: But listen, man, we're going to talk some boxing and some NBA and some MMA real quick, man. This is People's Champ Radio, Roy Mack and Cash, man. So MMA MMA is always funny with the MMA fans. Um, And just for full disclosure – um let me say let, let me back up. I said I want to talk to MMA. I don't want to talk MMA. I'm talking UFC because I want to tell this to the people. Wow, yeah. I want to tell to the a people.
1: I'm an yeah, MMA yeah, fan.
0: Yeah, because I'm an MMA fan. What I am not a fan of is the UFC. So um Fact. let me say uh Bisbean got his head beat in. Well, he he got choked out. But now I hear that he's going to be replacing Anderson Silva in an upcoming UFC because Silva has gotten popped for some type of PED or or some type of violation again which this is becoming crazy in MMA so that's one thing right then you got this right. idiot Conor McGregor I don't know if you saw this but he was over in I think Ireland yep, at yep. a at a Bellator event not even a UFC event it was a Bellator event but one of his fighters or friends was fighting this asshole jumps over the cage once his bu- once his boy wins the fight he's in there pushing people and shit he's just he's a he's a damn idiot um i don't excuse that as connor being connor as him being understand connor's just like all the he's just like everybody else that floyd ever fought understand everybody that it, floyd yep. ever fought once they made that money with floyd they never really wanted to fight again they were all it's like crazy, I'm, right? I, I, I'm cool nobody ever well, really wants you to got, fight you again to
1: look at the money you just made and yeah, just i'm about to go get my head beat
0: in for what bro connor don't really want to fight again bro
1: I do want to see how this Connor thing pans out because, you know, based on what his side is saying, he's saying, listen, the USC is going to have to start giving me some, some steak and something. I need way more paper. So I I hope that he sticks to his word, and I want to see what happens. But listen, that's a terrible loss for, for Michael Bisping. This brother, George St. Pierre, has been retired.
0: Ooh, like for three, four quite years?
1: some time now. yeah, man, yeah. for a minute. And he came back and beat an active champ. That's a black eye for the UFC. I don't give a damn how great George St. Pierre is in the pantheon of things. What you can't do is have guys coming back at the layoff and beating guys like in the UFC. You feel me? No. This ain't, you know, What's this all? ain't, this ain't boxing. I don't hear like, What about Floyd here? He took a year off. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, boxes, they fight like twice a year, maybe. You
0: know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. The
1: UFC, y'all pride y'all selves on fighting early and often. You let this brother take three years off, come back, choke you out, that's a cold. And
0: and he was moving up in weight. He moved up in weight. He moved up
1: Yeah, (laughs) I saw him. I was like, damn, he's thick as hell. Yeah, man. But uh, he moved up in weight, peace bitching up, and that's just not a good look for the UFC. Let me say this, the UFC has run out of spotlight fighters right now because they never champion the black fighters right we know what Woodley out there doing they don't like shit like that though so they don't champion the black fighters and they're starting to see the results of that 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 low key racism in the UFC how they don't promote non-white fighters because all their white fighters they give them Wonder Boy nicknames and they build them up and hype them up and they give them cool little storylines but all
0: the non-white guys, you're not undefeated or you know one of the best in the world. It's like yeah, you know whatever. And now they're suffering from it. Cold world. No, it is man, and and like I said, I'm an MMA fan, not a UFC fan, and so
1: we'll yeah, see what I'm happens, man. I love mixed Watch One thing love with me.
0: them right now with with the UFC product, man, it's too many people that are being popped for PEDs that are being injured. Yeah, it's just man. As a product, it's just bad for the product at this point, man. It's you know
1: embarrassing. You know
0: what I mean? Well, let's, take a, let's, let's get to boxing,
1: dog. Let's talk yeah. boxing, man.
0: Let's talk boxing and let's not even mess around. Let's talk heavyweights. Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua, who you like in 2018 if and when they do fight? Whoa, say that again. Sorry, I didn't hear you. I said in 2018, Anthony Joshua, uh-huh. Deontay Wilder, if and when they mm-hmm. do fight, who do you like? Oh, you already know. I, I
1: told you who I like, man, listen, Deontay Wilder. Um, I think Deontay Wilder is very dangerous right now because of his confidence. You know better than I do that as an athlete, as a competitor, fam, when your confidence starts to match your skill, because I do believe that Deontay Wilder continues to become a more complete boxer. He'll never have the full skill of a Anthony Joshua because of Anthony Joshua's Olympic pedigree. But That doesn't mean he needs it either, right? Um... I believe that Deontay Wilder's confidence is starting to go through the roof, and at, like you said, we saw their last two fights. Looking at the trajectory of things, uh, Deontay Wilder looks as hungry as he's ever been, man. He looks hungry, bro, and man, it's gonna be a hell of a. It's a pickle fight, first of all. I'm not saying, you know, Wilder's gonna do what he did to Bermain Severn again this last fight. But what I am saying is that it's gonna be a slug fest, And if it'll be a slug fest, I'm taking a guy who I believe has the bigger heart and the bigger chin, and that's gonna be Deontay Wilder.
0: Yeah, man, it's funny because I said a few weeks ago that I thought I liked the skill level of of uh Anthony Joshua. I thought his skill level was super high, but Deontay Wilder's power, man. That when you have that type of power that you possess, what you can do is always change a fight. At, at any time, you can change the fight. And so, yep, yeah, man, I I think the, I think Andy Joshua Deontay Wilder. I would put it at a, as a pick 'em fight right now. But yep. I mean, you look at Wilder's power, man. When he when he hits people, they fall. You understand? And yes, that's a man. that's a good thing. That that's a good problem to have. That when you hit people, they fall down. And Andy Joshua, you know, in that Klitschko fight, he looked he looked vulnerable in spots. One thing I don't like about Andy Joshua is all the unnecessary muscle. I think that I think that's is it, it, something that makes him uh, fatigue a lot. Um, I think, uh, but but he does have good boxing pedigree. He understands how to fight, and that's going to be the thing in this fight. Is that if and when they do yep. fight, Deontay Wilder does not have the amateur pedigree of a Anthony Joshua and so without having that amateur pedigree sometimes when you get in certain situations maybe you don't you don't know how to respond but one thing he does know how to do is land that big right hand (laughs) and if that lands so far everybody he's hit with that right hand has fallen and has not gotten up so um you know we'll see what happens man great fight though man that's a great fight coming up I also I watched um the other night I watched uh uh Danny Jacobs' Uh, when uh, when a fight it, it, it wasn't too, a very competitive fight. It was a, it was pretty much right. easy work for him. but he's supposedly getting ready to have a basically like an eliminator fight coming up. Um, mm-hmm. and then possibly maybe getting the winner of the rematch between um Triple G and Canelo. So, you know i I, I personally again, I thought Danny Jacobs won his first fight with canelo. I'm, I'm sorry with Triple mm-hmm. G. I thought Triple G got the decision because he's Triple G. Um, but, you know, possibly if Danny Jacobs doesn't get knocked down, it wasn't a knockdown where he got hurt. It was just more of an off balance. You got hit with a hard shot knockdown. But I really like, I think Danny Jacobs, if you want my honest opinion, I think Danny Jacobs is the is, is, the, is the best middleweight in the world. And I, think Charlo, and I think Charlo is the second best middleweight in the world. How's that? I don't think Canelo or Triple G are in the top two middleweights in the world.
1: And we need to see all them rumble. By the way, we need to we need Oh, come on, we got yeah, we to gotta do see that. It. We need to see them mix it up. Yeah, I need to see them mix it up. I believe that Oscar sees some vulnerabilities in Canelo. I think a lot of Canelo fans are, are kind of uh, on edge right now um, because, again, I, I don't know, man. I just felt like after that Golubkin fight, they 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 may not be disclosing it, but I think Canelo cost some work, meaning. He could have some sustained injuries, you know what I'm saying? He's still licking his wounds a little bit um, because they're talking about Oscar was like, yeah, you know, uh, Golovkin definitely won't be our next fight. And, you know, it looks like they may they may be avoiding Golovkin. And shout out to Golovkin. He gets a lot of flack, right, because he is on a hopeless, as Dante uh, says on Dante's vaccination, meaning that people want Golovkin to do great, right? Um, he, But Golovkin but, but shows up for fights, man. He hasn't disappointed us yet. But do you think he was losing or winning the fight? Right. No,
0: no, he, he yeah, he comes though. to fight. Yeah, he comes to fight. He's he he not coming to, to play fight. around. The
1: brother doesn't run. He's standing face to face. He ain't scared of nobody. So I respect the hell out of Golovkin. I do want to see Golovkin rematch Danny Jacobs. Um, and I want to see that ultimate trilogy if Danny does get the W. I do want to see Charlo fight. But I don't want to see Charlo fight Jacobs. I'm tired of black fighters having to eliminate each other. I want to see Charlo fight um, a Canelo Alvarez, right? I want to see Charlo fight a Golovkin. I want to see these brothers get to fight these fighters on his list. And then when it comes down to a belt, hey, whoever, wh- whoever's at the top, let's get it. But I do want to see these brothers fight. I want to see Earl Spence fight soon, I believe. Let me say this about Errol Spence. I've been thinking about this for a while. The fact that he hasn't, you know, people are quote-unquote dunking him, that's not a good thing for Errol because he still needs to tighten a lot of stuff up for me personally. I'm one of of Errol's biggest fans, but I'm also one of his biggest critics. I'm very critical on how Errol leaves himself, himself open defensively at times. I think he gets a little wild. Kind of like Deontay Wilder, they both got a similar skill set to me, Errol Spence and Wilder. Um, in terms of just, they, they—they're so gritty, they're dogs in that boxing ring, and they—it's almost like they—they de- they depend and rely on their heart and their will as much as they rely on their uh, boxing ability. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense, so. Yeah, I want to see Errol get some more work in,
0: man. And the thing with Arrow, well, and, and he does have a fight so coming up. up his skills. And he has a fight coming up. He's going to be fighting Lamont yep. Peterson. Um, yeah, that's
1: going to be a good fight, a man. to yeah, that's, that's gonna be an,
0: a good fight. I thought, you know what, when I saw that matchup, I thought that was an excellent person to put him up against a guy like Peterson, Absolutely. who who's a who, who's been around a long time, who has really good skills, but not necessarily a knockout guy. So you don't you don't think right. that he'll one it won't be like a one shot knockout thing but who could beat earl if earl's not coming to absolutely. fight absolutely and so yeah. he should be a really good test and he, he he should provide exactly what you were looking for from earl he should help bring some of that out man um but yeah i'm with you i want to see earl a lot more active i want to see him out there fighting guys i want to see him tighten that up and the sad thing is before he had his his, his world title people were saying oh you got to beat somebody you got to do something well he went and beat who i thought is beat he beat he yeah. He beat the guy who I thought was the guy that nobody wanted to fight in in, in the welterweight division in killed Brook over over in his backyard, as you said, and and still people are trying to avoid him. Like you got a guy like, for example, you got Sean Porter who just uh, had a good win over Adrian Granados, um, right. but you got Sean Porter who's simply saying that he's not looking to fight. Um, he's not looking. He, he's basically only looking for the Keith Thurman rematch, which I get it. Right. Yeah. Which I, I get, get it, it, but it's kinda like why not go ahead and, you know, and, 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 and get that arrow get that arrow belt and now all of a sudden when you go back to Thurman, it's you and Keith Thurman both all with a piece right. of you know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I understand, you know, get your money. It's the politics of yeah, and it let is. me say this.
1: I'm not biased when it comes to boxing. That is the problem with boxing, is that there isn't any money in boxing when you're trying to just fight the best guys available. That's not how Bison works with the money.
0: (laughs) Right. Real talk. Real talk.
1: Um, Because Danny Jacobs was talking about Charlo, and Danny Jacobs was like, hey, man, uh, Danny Jacobs just signed a deal with HBO, is he? Yeah, he's with HBO now. And so, so the politics of it is people were like, well, can you fight? Charlo now because Charlo's with Showtime, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but Danny Jacobs explained it to where he's like, "No, we can still fight because of this." But that's the politics of boxing. And Danny Jacobs was like, "Yeah, I'll fight Charlo," but Charlo isn't a champ right now. Um, here's my, trage- my trajectory is going, and he started naming the guys that he wants to fight because like, you know they got this belt. That's what the money is. Unfortunately, in in boxing, like Earl Sp- Errol Spence and Keith Thurman can't fight right now. Because that's not the best move for Keith Thurman financially to fight Errol Spence. Neither is it for Sean Porter, right? So now Errol Spence and, and, and look, Bruce Crawford is about to go through this as well.
0: Yes, right? he because is. He just yeah. Good up. point.
1: He's about to go through a gauntlet of being dodged by guys. Um, so that's just that's just one thing I hate about boxing the politics of boxing. It irritates me. Um, because we don't get to see these guys when we when we believe, right, that, oh, they should fight. Because they end up fighting for one we, we don't even know is on the map. Like, Danny Jacobs just fight, fought an undefeated fighter, but don't nobody know what hell this dude is. You know what I'm saying? The, the casual boxing fan didn't even know Danny Jacobs had a fight this past weekend. Deontay uh-uh. yeah, Wilder... Deontay Wilder was forced to fight Vermaine Severn again. I know he was his mandatory. He just beat the hell out of Vermaine a couple of months ago. You know what I'm saying? And he did, That's and, the politics and he, of boxing. And he
0: whooped his ass even worse this time. He, well, my yeah, the second time was just
1: like, come on, man.
0: My it, it, you, know you
1: know what it looked like? It looked like that Mays Under Maidana rematch. That's what it looked like. It looked like that.
0: Come on, man. He put. When he started putting that combinations together, man, when he hit him with that one-two yeah, through the guard and just, right? yeah, man. I know Anthony Joshua was looking
1: at that like, ooh, I better tighten up this defense. Yeah,
0: what? man, I don't know if he wants that smoke. But, hey, man, listen, this is People's Champ Radio, man. We about to get ready to get out of here, man, every Sunday afternoon. Make sure you get with the movement, man. Hit us up on YouTube. You can uh, subscribe to the station uh, on our YouTube channel. You can also hit the bell icon, get them notifications up. You can get in that comment section, you feel me, and leave a comment. Unless you're a Notre Dame fan, I'm telling you, I promise you, I'm going back at your head <laughs> if you talk that Notre Dame bullshit. Uh, um, also, hey, man, man, listen, if you're a Notre
1: Dame fan, man,
0: go get your turnover chain with the Lucky Charm <laughs> L on it, man. You but feel me? Suckers. Also, man, you can hit us up on uh itunes and the podcast section over there iHeartRadio, we coming man and trust me you want to get on this right now man because once we start rolling it ain't gonna be no more motherfucking free dog oh, it's me? gonna
1: cost you it's feel gonna, me hey, go ahead get ready for that uh subscription it's gonna
0: cost yes sir people shout radio man i'm roy mac that's cash we out man
1: cash out